do a review of Lukutis Sichas and Chelik Yudches, the third Sicha for the Pashas Bolok. The Rebbe has a tremendous insight here in Abshat in the discussion that took place between Zimri and Moshe Rabbeinu. And why don't we find that Moshe Rabbeinu answered uh, Zimri's argument? Uh, how come Moshe is allowed to marry, uh, stay married to Tsipoira, um, who was a Midianite? A woman, and also the um, reason that he even questioned that, as the Rebbe will explain in the Sikha. Let's look inside. Aleph. As it relates, as it connects to the story in the end of our Sadra. So, what does the Pasik say over there? So there was a Jewish man that came. And he brought close to his brothers, uh, to the other people of the tribe of Shimon. And uh, he brought close as Samidionis, the Midianite woman, in front of Moshe's eyes. That same Chazal, so the Gemara relates, that's in the Sanhedrin. Azimri ben Solu, that this was the leader of the ben Sibe of La Shimoni, that Zimri ben Solu, had the Midianis Kosius Basur gebracht from Moshe Rabbeinu and getained. She brought him before Moshe Rabbeinu, and she argued, "Zu Asura imuteres." Is this one permissible, prohibited, or permissible? Am I allowed to be with her or not? If you're going to say that she's prohibited to me, that I'm not allowed to be with her, who permitted you to marry and be with a Midianite woman, the daughter of Yisrael, your wife, Tzipoyda. And the Gemara says, Moshe, at that point, Forgot the halacha. Uh, what halacha did he forget? As we're going to see, Moshe forgot the halacha, didn't know what to answer, and didn't know what to answer or didn't know what to do. As we'll see in the discussion in the Sikha further. Uh, B is, until the Gemara ends over there, as Pinchas Rom, Aisiv Niskar Halacha. Pinchas, when he saw what was going on, that the relationship that was taking place between Zimri ben Solu with the Midianite woman, so he saw what's happening, and then he remembered the Aloha. The Aloha was Chulu, Haboyil Askusis Kanoim Poigimboy. One who has intimacy with Akusis, the non Jewish woman. So the Aloha is that the zealot, the Kanoim, Pagimboy have a right to stop him by 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 by, by killing him. Kanoim Pagimboy. So what was Taka the He asked Moshe Rabbeinu, if you say this is Osur, how come you are married to Tsipoido? Pabos is Taka Basistri given Muteris to Moshe Rabbeinu. How come Take Yisra's daughter was permitted to Moshe Rabbeinu? Is Rashi Masbi? 
So Rashi over there explains in the Gemara that Moshe koidem matan toida nasa. Moshe married before matan toida, and therefore kshenit na toida kulon bnei noyachoyu. So when the Torah was given, they were all bnei noyach. So at the time they got the Torah, they were ready. They were bnei noyach. V'nichnasu leklal mitzvus v'hi imayim chulu, and they all entered into mitzvus into the Torah. The Torah was given to them, including Tzipor. So Tzipor was essentially Jewish because she was entered together with. Uh, all the rest of Klal Yisrael who became Jewish from Bnei Noach to Jews turned to Jews at the time of Matan Torah. Thus haste, that means Moshe Nosa Tzipoida so what is Rashi saying? So how come Moshe Rabbein married Tzipoida? Well, that moved far Matan Torah because at the time, before Matan Torah Zainan Allah Bnei Yisrael given together of Bnei Noach so everybody, including the Jews, were like Bnei Noach so there was no problem with a Bnei Noach marrying another Bnei Noach from Moshe Rabbeinu marrying Tzipoida. And then by Matan Torah, and then by Matan Torah, so Tzipoida also converted like everybody else. So she was no longer Tzizam Metaliyin together with all the Yid. There's a little bit of a discussion of the Giris, but we'll just learn in the Haaris. There's a lot of uh, discussion in the Haaris here, but we'll just do the Sifu inside. And that's why Tzipayr is also later on permitted to Moshe because she was Jewish later on. She wasn't a Midianite woman. So in the beginning, they were all Bnei Noach, including Moshe Rabbeinu was a Bnei Noach, so therefore he could marry Tzipayr. After they got the Torah, so they were all Giyarim, they all converted, they all became Yidim. So therefore, it was no problem with America. Now, the problem is, this seems to be such an obvious distinction that Rashi makes, Rashi explains why it was permissible. And then the question is, what, so what kind of an argument did, did uh, Zimri ben Solu have in the first place? Isn't it? Move on. Zimri was in the position, he was a leader from the tribe of Shimon. So what was to his argument to begin with? If you're going to tell me that the Midianite woman that I want to have intimacy is prohibited to me, who permitted you, what kind of a question is that? Zimri, being the leader of the Vishnu, he didn't know the very simple distinction between marriage that takes place before Matan and what takes place after Matan Torah, that before Matan Torah they were Bnei Noach, and after Matan Torah it's also. On the other hand, so first of all it's obvious, but let's say, if you should find some sort of an explanation. Even explanation, why would he even think... Uh, the uh, Zimri ben Solu. Why would he think that he has a good argument? So let's say you find something to explain in what his argument want. So then, Favos, the Chilu Canal is Nitkin Tamas, Maspik, Sumatir, Machin, Basisri, Sumation. 
why the distinction that we said that before Matan let's say there is some that's not a sufficient reason why we're going to permit you Bas Yisr to Mesha. It's not halfway, but it's still difficult. Why don't we find in the Gemara as Moshe the Rebbe Sirach that either Moshe or somebody else? So then turn into Taina. If there's some explanations, whatever the explanation is, why is there nobody answering? Why don't we find answering that Taina from Zimri? Klap Moshe Labeinu towards Moshe Labeinu. We didn't find what happened here is that Pinchas took action, but Pinchas did not answer. Pinchas of Blois Gizok the Halocha Boy Ramiskul, he said the Halocha, Kanoim Poygimbay, Bosis Negayet Sumaisa Zimri. That had to do with what Zimri did. But, and he, 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 he was Poygimbay in, 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 in Zimri, but he didn't answer how come Moshe Rabbeinu, it was okay for Moshe Rabbeinu to marry Tzipur. So, Rebbe asks, A, it seems to be so obvious, and B, so why would he even try to ask uh, how could he marry Tzipayda Moshe when that was before Matan Teda? Why, why would he even ask him? And, 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 and B, if it is a question, I mean, Rashi explains it, but why don't we find uh, in the Gemara uh, that either Moshe should answer his argument so the Rebbe says someone to say that the reason we don't find that Moshe Rabbeinu answered that is because that was part he forgot this Alma Mimenu he forgot so we're talking about what he forgot was the distinction between Faramat and Torah which is the Rebbe is going to say very difficult but especially it seems that what he forgot was the the Kanoim Pogimboy that was the Forgetting, not the forgetting the distinction. There are some commentaries that say, as those gufa that chilikan al tzvishum far nochmat toida that this distinction between before and after matan toida is this alma formation that is what became hidden that Moshe Rabbeinu uh, forgot. Aber uh, it was hidden for him. But besides the fact, in addition, the fact was Aleph number one. Rashi talks about Fedish. Benis Almo mimenu halocha shenemar lebisinai haboil kusuchulu. That by Moshe Rabbeinu, what did he forget? Not that he forgot to say what the distinction between before and after Matan Torah. How come he was allowed midyoni? But Rashi teaches very clearly that Benis Almo halocha shenemar lebisinai haboil kusuchulu. That which is said by Sinai. That one who has intimacy with a kusi, the halacha is that kanoim pegibay. As blois this halacha, as blois this halacha, vos farareishes kumt. That just that halacha, what kind of a punishment you deserve, is this alma mimenu. That was hidden from him. Not that there is uh, the distinction between fire and before and after matter. And beis, since adoyche godul zozogn. There is a, it's very difficult to say as his own is that such a very simple distinction should be hidden, blocked from Moshe all of a sudden he doesn't know this uh, so besides 
Besides the five, besides these things that it's not really what Moshe Rabbeinu forgot, and how could Moshe forget such a thing? But the question is, though, how would Zimri challenge Moshe Rabbeinu? Is it move in addition? It's not understood. How would he even ask such a question? So how could he ask a question relying that Moshe Rabbeinu is going to forget? Or that Moshe Rabbeinu is not going to know such a distinction? How did he even ask such a question? Saying to Moshe Rabbeinu, How are you allowed to marry Tzipoyre, the daughter of Yisrael? Could he then rely by asking this question that Moshe Rabbeinu will be hidden from him this distinction that Moshe Rabbeinu is not going to know that there is a difference before, before Matan Torah? Even if you're going to say that that happened at the end, that's what Moshe Rabbeinu didn't answer, which Rashi says, no, that's not what happened. But even if you're going to say that, but why would he even ask such a question? He came forward to Moshe Rabbeinu and said to him, how are you allowed to marry Tzipayra when that is what took place before Matan Torah? So now, the Rebbe is going to bring in another issue over here, which is actually going to be the answer um, to this whole question over here. What was it that the argument was? The Rebbe says, the Chayret, there's another problem with Moshe Rabbeinu being married to Tzipoyra. We know that Moshe Rabbeinu either served as a Kohen Gadol during the seven days of inauguration, or Moshe Rabbeinu was actually a Kohen all the time. So the question is, we know that a Kohen is not allowed to be married to a Giyotis, to a convert. This is actually a total prohibition. Not allowed to marry. So the question is, how was Moshe Rabbeinu married to uh, the daughter of Yisra, even if you say that she converted, as we were saying, she converted together with everybody else when Matan Torah came about, how was he allowed to uh, marry her because of the fact that a coin cannot marry a Giyotis? Well, the question is, was he, was he a coin then? Was uh, uh, this reply then? Let's look inside. Base. We also need to understand that din is the law is as a geyeris is a sudalikoyim. A woman convert is permitted to a, is prohibited to a koyim. On dosis and isumin this is a prohibition. The Torah prohibits a koyim from marrying a uh, convert. Hagam, the Gemara learned us up from Apostolic in Yecheskel, although the Gemara learns this from a verse in Yecheskel. Is the snor was also Yecheskel v'asimcha akroi? It's only that Yecheskel came about as Toysus, of course, from Toysus, that he leaned it on the Psukim. But in essence, this is not just a Divre Nevi'im, it's not only Osur, because what it says in the Apostolic in Yecheskel, this is a Torah prohibition, because the Pasuk says, A woman, a harlot, they should not marry. The assumption is that uh, a woman who is uh, 
uh, converting, we assume that before she was since she comes from the Akum, the non-Jews, which are full, overflowing with Zima, with promiscuity. Therefore, it turns out that she was had many relationships. So therefore, that's considered a Zoyna. And uh, that's why the Isser to be married to, to marry a Giyadis, uh is the Torah says, he's considered Zayna Le'yikoch. Basically, Tzipoyda being a Giyadis seems to still be uh, prohibited to a Koyin. So, what's the status of Moshe? Moshe was a Levi, we know. But in the Gemara, he's not a plukta of Moshe Rabbeinu, in the Gemara... In Zvachim, there is a disagreement about Moshe Rabbeinu. According to one opinion, is Moshe Rabbeinu Koyen Godl. He was actually a Koyen Godl. By Loi Posko Kohuna Elam Moshe. The Kohuna only stopped on the seed of Moshe. Moshe himself was a Koyen. His children became Levim, but he himself was a Koyen. There's another opinion. The Moshe's kahuna only lasted for the seven days of inauguration because Moshe Rabbeinu did all the Avedah, he was training in Aaron with Avedah, so that's why he served then as a coin. It's kosher, so therefore we have still the question. So since we just said a coin is not allowed to marry a Giyotis, so how is the Bas Yisrael, after they converted, when he came to Matan Torah, how was he allowed to continue living with being married to Bas Yisrael, to his wife, to Tzipoyed? But she was a convert, and a Koyan is not allowed to marry to a convert. So, Rebbe says like this, if we say that he wasn't really a Kohen, a Kohen Godel, like that he was uh, all of his life, then we can say that maybe he doesn't have a full status of a Kohen, and that's why she would be permitted. But the question becomes, according to the other opinion, according to the opinion that Moshe Rabbein, that Moshe was only a coin for the seven days of inauguration. Volkman of Gikent Anthrone, so then we could answer even though it's also pressed as Moshe's that even when he served as a coin, he wasn't a full coin. So if he wasn't a coin, so why was he serving on the Mizbeach? He was the full coin that is prohibited to a so the dozens are the gemekt makrivzayin demult the carbonis, and the reason that he was allowed to uh, offer the carbonis, in a way, actually, Moshe uh, Rabbeinu, if we should apply the prohibition of giyodis, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, he couldn't marry anybody because everybody, Moshe himself was a a ger, Moshe Rabbeinu became a kohen from his gerus, and uh, marrying anybody over there would inevitably be marrying a, a, a giyotis. 
maybe a ger koyin, because he just got the status of a koyin at that point, that everybody was a gyrus. But anyways, I'm just, just thinking that he couldn't be married to anybody. It wasn't just Sipoyim, because it had to do with the fact that everybody became a convert when they, um, uh, when Martin Taylor came about. So, but basically, the Rebbe says, those who are at Gemecht Makriv Zayn Demol Dikarbonis. So, if it wasn't the full coin, you're going to say he was only for seven days. So, how come he was able to bring the Karbonis? He says, the far, the Toysus is Masbir. That is, as Toysus explains, in the Shiva Simea Meluim of the Mishkan Gahata Din Bomam, that in the, during the seven days of inauguration, the Mishkan had the status of Abama. That's why he didn't have the eight garments. He just had the cholok loven. He just had the white shirt, not wearing the the kahuna, the eight from a kohen gadol, because he wasn't really a serving in the mizbeach because it was status. It was a bomo, not the kahuna, but a big kahuna Because on a bomo you don't need big kahuna. And the far is because he didn't really have a full status, and that's why he served on Obama, and that's why he wasn't really a hundred percent a koyin. And the far is and that's why also Basisra, who was a convert, wasn't prohibited to him because this wasn't really a kohuna. So that's we can answer the. Uh, According to this opinion, how was he allowed to be married to her? Over Levadzois was from Losh Nagamora. Lenis Kai Moshe. But it says, besides the fact, the Rebbe says, if you look at the language of the Gemara, it says, Lenis Kai Moshe, uh, that he was, wasn't, he didn't become a coin only for seven days. The Gemara used what Moshe Rabbeinu was a coin, it says. His mashma, over there it appears, the language seems he was actually a coin. As Bishiva Shimei Meluim is a given a coin gomer that during that seven days of inauguration, he was a complete coin. So, so if it was a complete coin, then he's not allowed to be married to, uh, not allowed to be married to Tzipoyda. At least during that period of time. So we see the orders over here with the Rebbe's explanation, the Rebbe's different. Uh, but the question is, according to the opinion that Moshe was a Koyin, uh, was all days a Koyin? So that means it was always a Koyin. So how come Moshe Rabbeinu was allowed to stay married to to Tzipoyda? How come he could marry her? So the Rebbe says, okay, that perhaps we're going to say that this was actually Yisrael's argument. To Moshe, not as we assume the whole time, um, uh, Zimri's argument to Moshe. Not like we were saying the whole time that Zimri's argument was why you're allowed to marry an Aramis. That wasn't the argument. Uh, the, the argument, not because 
of a Jew not being allowed to marry under Amis. His argument was that Moshe Rabbeinu is because of the status of the kahuna that, 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 that Moshe Rabbeinu had. That was Zimri's argument to Moshe. Because the difference between Moshe and Zimri, that this was before Matan Torah, that's obvious, that wasn't even a question. But the issue that Zimri was arguing to Moshe Rabbeinu, challenging Moshe Rabbeinu was, how could you be married to Bas Yisrael, to Tzipoyra, who is a convert, and a koyen, you're, since you're a koyen, you're not allowed to be married to so we could say as the these two questions. Why did Moshe why did what the distinction is obvious? That's the question is if Aleph. Why don't we why how is he bring it up to Moshe Rabbeinu? And it's number two, that Moshe Rabbeinu should be also because of the Kahuna to Gyodas, So this one answers the others. When Zimri argued, who permitted you to Bas Yisrael? Had Zimri taki gemeint, so Zimri actually meant, He wasn't talking about not being allowed to marry an Aramis, which was the case that he was doing, what Zimri was doing. Nor he meant the Isur Giyoris Lekoyim. He was talking about the Isur of a Giyoris Lekoyim. So why is he bringing it up over here? Who allowed you that? But there is a connection there. When the shaykh is sufficient, them isur midem is asura. So why is he bringing him up? Who permitted it to you? But there is a connection. What's the connection between the isur with the uh, isur that a medionis asura? Because we see it ties it together. It says im toimar zu asura. If you say this is asur bas yisrael but who allowed you bas yisrael? As if to say that somehow it has, for the same reasoning, you should not be allowed to marry the Bas Yisra, just like you're telling me that I'm not allowed to uh, be with this Midianite woman. But here we're saying that it's because of the Kahuna, his argument is, but no, but it is connected. Is in them, because what is the reason why she is prohibited, is like we said before, because she comes from the Akum, which is Aramim, that are Shtufim Bezimo. That's the reason. So, Zu, this one, so why you, how could you, a coin, marry them? Does haste, which means to say, if the Midianite is prohibited because you're saying she's an Aramis, you're not allowed to marry an Aramis. Can't be with an Aramis. Favoshi is by Bas Yisrael. So how come the door of Yisrael Shabom and Akum Arami Yimchulu? So why should she be mutaris to Moshe Akoyin? How could she be mutaris to Moshe Akoyin? The connection is Aramis, and the reason why Akoyin is not allowed to is because Akoyin is not allowed to be Aramis. So if she's an Aramis, that I as a Yisrael, I'm not allowed to be with her because she's an Aramis. So you, as a Koyin, is not allowed to be with Zipporah, who is also comes from Arami for Shtufim Bezimah. So we we switch the argument to this new argument. But then, according to this, so the question is on the other. So it seems to be 
a pretty, if this was the argument, so what's the answer to this argument? Seems to be a pretty s- solid argument. So, we have to understand, what is the argument of this reason? And why did they not say this answer to Zimri? Yeah, Rashi before explained why his argument didn't work. Rashi doesn't say over there that this was the Rashi that Rebbe quoted before from the Gemara Sanhedrin that said that uh, the distinction between four and Matan Torah. Rashi is not saying that that's what he said. Rashi just explained there why was she mutter because of this distinction, which the Rebbe argues is very obvious. But the Rebbe is bringing up that in the discussion when he said Bas he was referring to the Isur of Koyin to Agiyotis. So what's the answer to that question? And number two, how come they didn't say the answer to Zimri? And Rabbi's going to come up with a very interesting, Rabbi's Taka going to learn that that's Taka the uh, answer, Rabbi, the, that's Taka the argument of Zimri as the Rabbi learns. The issue was a koyin. Uh, that was the, the question to him, whether it was uh, a complete koyin or the time of the, the Moshe Rabbeinu should not be allowed. And the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't say it because we learned it out from a limut, from the word yikach, and a, and a sage is not believed in something which is negaya to him to prove from a limud, and we don't believe him in that, so therefore he couldn't answer. Very interesting, as we see. But first, the Rebbe says, uh, that it would seem maybe we could answer this with them was Chazal. Chazal tell us that Gimel Dvorim also Meshamedaitoy. That Moshe Rabbeinu did three things on his own. And Hashem uh, agreed with him. So basically, Taker was Einer for the Zay is thus. So one of the things that uh, is is also Pirish Menayisho that he actually didn't. Uh, live with his wife. So you can't say who permitted to you, because Yitake wasn't living with him. Because Moshe Rabbeinu separated from his wife. So it's not the shot that a person is married to a Giyotis, a Koyen, is saying, okay, I'm not going to live with her, and that's okay. No. Separating alone, not being intimate, uh, is not sufficient to remove the issue of Giyotis, the Koyen. But Rashi holds that it was more than just separation, that it was actually a divorce over there. So Rashi in his commentary in the Torah at the end of the portion of said that Miriam was discussing about the woman, the Tzipoida. Because he married the Nishakushis 
Rashi explains what does it mean, Aloydis Yeshua? Miriam was discussing about the woman. Aloydis Giru Shehok, specifically, it doesn't say that she was separated about her divorce. Rashi continues to say there, he married the Isha Kushis, and now he divorces her. So we see Rashi doesn't learn that she just separated. Rashi actually divorced her. Does Rashi learned as his need nor was Isha. It's not only that he separated from his wife. Rashi brings this daughter up. As Rashi brings it down over there, that he separated. Which would mean just separation. There was actually divorce. So, in essence, he was talking right, Yisrael. But after Matan Torah, Moshe Rabbeinu continued talking divorce. Sephardi didn't live with her. So, how come they didn't answer it to her? To, to, to him, why didn't they, why didn't Moshe say to Zimri the reason? From that way, God does not answer Zimri when they wrote Gifrek, Basis, Rami, Tiraloch. It wasn't answered, they didn't answer to Zimri when they said, Who permitted you, Basis, Chazal, Because as explained in the words of our sages of blessed memory, what came for them to give us? Nobody knew about it, so they couldn't, nobody knew that they were divorced. Even Miriam, the sister of Moshe, only found out about it. The food divorce, she only found out. Erst on the time when Elder the Maid Machna. When Elder the Maid were prophesizing, so the story came about. That's how Miriam came to talk about it, because when Elder the Maid were prophesizing, when Sipirot Gizokt, and then Sipirot said, Woe to these women that their husband is going to separate from them. That's how Miriam found out, because she heard. Sipoides say that she feels bad for those women that their husband is going to separate from them. And she knew that her husband separated from him, but nobody knew that. So therefore, mm-hmm. couldn't tell it to, uh, uh, to, to Zimri. Now, Vorum Vibal, Amosha Tazgitomedaita, but she didn't want to tell anybody. It wouldn't make a public statement that she's divorced since he didn't resolve. Being that he was very modest, very humble. He didn't want people to know of this. For that same reason, he did not want to respond to Zimri that he has actually separated from his wife. He's not married to her. So, if we should say that this was the argument that Zimri presented to Moshe, how could you be married to Tzipayra when you're a Koyan? She is a Giyotis. The answer is, how was he permitted? Because he was divorced from her. And why didn't he tell it to him? Because he, he was modest about it. He didn't want anybody to know about it. Because he did it on his own. That's not a, a really a, a, a good answer. But in addition, according to Rashi, based on this, not like we said the three things that Moshe Rabbeinu did on his own, that, that is actually uh, 
in the Gemara Shabbos, but in the Gemara in the, the, the Sifri actually says that it came from Hashem. As Moshe also perished, he was not in his own. Norval Omarti loy lifresh mina isha. I told him when the I told him when the Eivshter said vaato poy amoy demodi. The Eivshter says to everybody, he says, "Avulchula oleichem, you stay with me. You stay with me means separate from your wife." Unas is ochnit heipachan nivis. So why couldn't he tell it to Zimrin? So the tzel nazarot mekayim gonatziv Hashem. That would not be a not. Humble to say that he fulfilled Hashem's command. Hashem told him to separate, so he could have told that to Zimri. So, in addition to that, is the Sibba from previous Moshe Mine Isha, why did Moshe Rabbeinu separate? Why were we giving the reason? Nothing to do with the Giyoris, with the Koyen. Zokman, as this is the far, that is the reason, was er, is given a Novi. He was a prophet. Birashi, bring Tarab for Sifri. It's a, it's a woe to these women. If the elder the maiden are going to be prophets, so then the wife will not be with them because of the prophecy. So the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu separated from the prophecy, not According to the above, base asapianal, but according to above, the reason he couldn't be with her because she was a giyodes and he was a koyin. The reason he needed to divorce her is because of the giyodes lekoyin. So, can't say that the reason he didn't want to say it is because of his humility. So we're not challenged. This was the argument that Zimri had. How could you stay married to her? But why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu tell him that he has to stay, that, that he's not married to Tzipotle, if that if that is the reason? The Rebbe is going to explain now. No, this was talking, the Rebbe, this was talking, the argument of uh, Zimri. How could you be married while you're a Koyin? To Tzipoyim, but the reason why he could be married to her, um, <clears throat> is because once you're married, you don't have to divorce. The Rebbe brings the example. Hey, the beer in them. I state in Mishnah, Iris, a coin had you. We're talking about a coin had you who's allowed to. Betroth a almona. Almona is only prohibited to a koyen gadol, but the uh, koyen had it. He betrothed. He gave kedushin to an almona, but then after the kedushin, when his manali is koyen gadol, and then he was appointed a koyen gadol. So now a koyen gadol is not allowed to marry an almona. So we say yichnois. The din is he's allowed to marry if he got engaged to her. He, the kedushin took place while he was a koyen hadid, which is permissible. To a uh, an almona, so even though now he's a kohen gadol, he is uh, after the kedushin. The gemara learns us often posik. The gemara says it says yikach isha. He has to take a uh, 
it has to take a a a a, um, a basula, not the, it has to take a so the the lekuchim when the kiddushin takes place, she has to be not a uh, 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 can't be a, 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 an almona, but. Since when he took her, he was allowed to take her. Now, as about the yikachishu the rusin is given better. Since that was in a permissible way, megir lechatchila endikan de lekicha. So he took her. She wasn't. It was allowed. She he was the kohen gadol then. He's allowed to take her. He can complete the lekicha on kohenazayin dalmona and marry this almona. So this is even. He only did kiddushin, and then he became a good godly and complete. Is that koshke v'kavachem and the dance? So how much more so? It's in our case. Vunit nor the erusin. Not only was it the kiddushin, the betrothal, nor oich the nisuim zaynik v'embehata. The 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 marriage was in a permissible way. Uh, so when he married her, they were both. He wasn't the kohen godl. He wasn't a coin, Moshe Rabbeinu, and there was Mechlal before Matan Torah. And after Matan Torah, as we're going to see in a minute, as Oich Nochdem, the Rebbe is going to discuss this. Oich Nochdem, the Moshe is given a coin, is Basis to give him a Tereslay. He became a coin, so he still permitted him. Chodesh is given a Giyadis because the marriage was done. Before, and they were already married. He doesn't have to divorce her afterwards, because before there was no prohibition, and now once they're married, they don't have to divorce. Her. So uh, the Rebbe is going to bring out now that there wasn't a new marriage after Matan Torah because of the, because it seems like they were married before, but they were bnei noyach. And this wasn't a a good uh, a good kiddushin. There was a new kiddushin taking place after Matan Torah because they were all both giyadim. No, at that point, how was he allowed to do this new kiddushin? The Rebbe is going to say there wasn't no new kiddushin. The kiddushin from before applied for later on, so there wasn't a new kiddushin, even though they uh, they converted. But it's still that same kiddushin. You could ask on this when Moshe got married, Sipayra permissible is doch given farmatan Torah. That was before the Torah was given. So it's since the Yidin were had the status, the law of Abunayach. And then there wasn't at all the Marriage of after Matan Torah is not considered. The marriage that took place before they were uh, Matan Torah is not considered marriage. Musman So then, how did he continue to live with Sipoyd as Noch Matan Torah by Yidni Gedarv Zayim Mechodesh? That after Matan Torah needed to be a new Kedushin Olikicha Dinushesem Api Torah. Making the kedushin and marrying of their wives according to the Torah is the chadra kushin the duchta. So then we get the problem back to its place. 
How was he allowed to be Mekadosh here? After Matan Torah, if he was a Koyer? So, and that's this whole issue here. So, did he actually marry her again, or did the Abishta told him not to? Out of the Modi, but we'll leave that. That's the horrors that I've discussed over here. Is a snitkin kasha. So, but here we're saying that the reason why uh, it seems like Moshe uh, Rabbeinu was marrying her a second time after. Matan uh, needs to marry. So how could he marry her over there? Over there, uh, he's not married yet. The whole reason the Rabbi explains is because he was married already to him. That's why he's a lot of like by the Koyin who became a Koyin Godel can marry the Almona because at the time she was okay. She was allowed to. So she was allowed. To, but this was a new, a new condition. Is this Nitkin Kasha? Well, Noisif of them was the Nihli Kicha. In addition to the fact that this new marriage is Achdicher Given. Take of Lacham Matan Torah, so this took place immediately after Matan Torah. B'meilah benegayim Moshe, as far as Moshe is not given, does given either at his given Akoyin. This was before he became Akoyin. Came Akoyin that took place the next Shchedesh uh, Nissan uh, before seven days. This seven days of inauguration. Given Akoyin me'am aluim nachakamas mishkan. So that took place later. So there was. So when he married her, he was not a coin yet. That's according to the opinion that says that Moshe only became a coin for the seven days, but even for the days of the inauguration, so he wasn't a coin yet. As later day as Moshe called Yom of Koyin that Moshe all days was a coin. So it means that he was even right then. And that means that he was a coin as soon as Torah was given. It's also not a problem. How could he marry her while she was a girl? While if I'm posing by Yelich Ish me base lady, so it says Vayikhas bas lady. So it says that Ish me base lady, Amram went and married the bas lady, married Yechave, the daughter of Kos. Darshan the Gemara, the Gemara says she also loved by Maisele Kuchim. What does it mean? Vayikach. He took her. The ma'aser lekuchim. It was a marriage there. For the pshat in them is. What does it mean? The lekuchim. As Amram hot ir makadish given bit lekuchim for noch matan teiru. Then he married her with such a marriage of after matan teiru. That was so. It seems like it had. So we see from here that it had the status, even though it was a marriage before Matan Torah, it had a status of Kiddushin of after Matan Torah. The Rebbe says that's why they also explain, we find that Amram had mitzvahs. What was the mitzvah? The mitzvah was the Lekicha. The mitzvah and Meforshim Mazbir. This is how Meforshim explained, was the Rambam Zok, that the Rambam says, that in Mitzrayim, Abram was instructed with additional mitzvahs. What kind of mitzvahs? It's not understood what it means that he was instructed additional mitzvahs 
Wo gefindet man als Stava Amram Mitzvah Yisraelis? Where does it find that? Where do we find that Amram was instructed with additional Mitzvahs? Now, this is the Mitzvah of Kiddushin. But we're talking about the Mitzvah of Kiddushin. That was a Mitzrayim. Basically, that means that the Mitzvah of Likicha, the Ebishter, somehow this was given to them before. Basically, that Kiddushin applied, even though they weren't Jewish. They were not Gerim yet. But that marriage had the status that Likuchim, also by Mais Likuchim, that they got that level of of marriage of after Matan Torah. Vibal, that's Oich from Matan Torah. Zayin in the Gidushi, Yishe Geben by Eden, and Anoif and Fulakich, and Manoch Matan Torah. Since even before Matan Torah, the betrothal of the woman wore in the same way as the marriage of the Matan Torah, by Yikachas Baslevi, the Tuk. The previous Kiddushin remained in force even after Matan Torah. If you move on, as the Yikach Isha from Moshe Rabbeinu, is given better. So that's why it means when Moshe Rabbeinu married her, it was better. Vibaldas is given far matin Torah. And he wasn't a coin yet, and he and, and they weren't uh, they were not gaining yet, but the exception of the Likuchim, that was done even before Matan Torah. He didn't have to be Makadish here again after Matan Torah. And therefore, once you're married, there's no problem with the gears. And now we also understand how come Moshe Rabbeinu didn't tell this. So this was the argument of Yisrael, of Zimri, and how come Moshe Rabbeinu didn't tell him? the midkem sign Aleph, was is given the title of Zimri what was this argument? How come Moshe didn't answer anything? Zimri He didn't agree with the uh, learning that we learn in the Torah from Yikach Ishanal. That we learn from there that if the Lekuchim were done, it's okay. Only According to his view, Moshe needed to divorce the Bas Yisra. Moshe, you can't answer him with the limut. Moshe could not answer with the uh, answering because it says for Yikach Isha, as the as the halacha is. While the din is the halacha is as a Talmud Chacham was his made halacha. That if a Talmud Chacham who struct law when he's on a game of it's something which personally it's touches him, it's his, it connects to him. Is a He's not believed to say, well, this is the way I have received. Moshe Rabbeinu was connected by Siyash who permitted you. He wanted to, he couldn't tell him, well, I'm allowed to marry her because. I have a tradition that Yikach Isha, once you're married, you can stay married. He's not believed. So we see by the argument of Kedach, 
which in addition to his arguing against the Kahuna of Aaron, <coughs> he came with false arguments and questions about the mezuzah. He says, a house which is full with books. Do you need a mezuzah? He came an argument against uh, if the entire garment is made out of tcheles, out of this tcheles wool, uh, is it so he argued he didn't answer anything that halacha is that even if it's a sefer Torah a baismal isforim or a talis, you still need a mezuzah, you still need tcheles. We don't find him answering. All he addressed was, he says, they will be punished. Hashem will create something to punish them. So how come? When the body is canal, the explanation is as above. Moshe is given and he gave it over. Moshe was it, 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 it was something that touched him because they were arguing against Moshe Rabbeinu. On the fault Walter Savinit given back life to them, and therefore he would not be believed anyways. So he didn't bother answering that. So you see here that same thing over there, people of Koirachur arguing. Halachi, Moshe didn't answer them. Same thing over here when Zimri was arguing. How could you marry and stay married to her? He didn't give him the reasoning, the halachic reasoning. But this whole discussion is the Meridika Chedushim over here, Meridika insights, and I'll need to uh, go it over again to really uh, try to get a little bit of a handle on the various different halachas that the Rebbe, how the Rebbe explains it. But the bottom line is, the Rebbe explains that Zimri's argument was how could Moshe Rabbeinu be married to Tzipoyre, even though according to one Bandama, the Kahuna was only for a small period of time, so maybe maybe he divorced her then and remarried her. There's a lot of details here that we still have to see, but the bottom line is he thought that Moshe Rabbeinu, because he was a Koyen, a, a semi, a short while Koyen, a, a full Koyen was not allowed to be married to Tzipoyda, because she's a Giedis. And Moshe Rabbeinu really was allowed to be married to her, because since he was already married, so Yikach, he's allowed to keep her, he's allowed to stay married to her, and he also couldn't give this answer to uh, to Zimri, because it, and it, kind of, it was affected him, and like we find in other places, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't answer with the Torah Shabbat because he's not believed at that point, because it's something which is negated to Moshe Rabbeinu, and therefore he didn't answer. What is the hero from all the above? Zion. The hero from the Yenah now. Need Alamos Zuchmet to enter in Yenah of Zion You don't have to always find the answer somebody else on their questions. Amol is Yenah Rgor Oisim Zion Shailah. Sometimes when a person has a question, what does he really mean? It's Sumatir Machamed Yonis. He really, what he wants to do is to make a Midianite woman permissible. Ben Zayin Kuhuna is L'Shem Shomayim. Ben Zayin Kavona is L'Shem Shomayim. If a person is, Shem Shomayim wants to know, asking, Dav Zayin, Anei, Afilo Aksilki Valte. Anei Aksilki Valte, the Pesach says, even if he's a fool, and he means uh, evil, Valte, 
still answer it. But when you're asking about words of Torah, what is his intention? He's trying to permit that which Torah prohibited. Then there has to be the conduct do not respond to a fool like his uh, Ivalte is his negative intention. How could you, what is the way to uh, be victorious over such an opponent of Torah? It's not through a debate. But with a force which is beyond the reason and rationale. <coughs> questions challenging the Torah with questions then don't, don't bother answering. You cannot go into debates. You need a force of Torah. This is also true by every year. When the Yetzirah is called the king of who is an old and a fool, he's the seal is coming to Confused. Should not get into a debate with him. With him. But you have to do you got to do it with force. Pull him, quoting from the Gomorrah. The comes in contact with you, pull him into the base Medrash. And that was what Pinchas did. Bekanoi es kinasi. He was zealot. Eretzchnis derangelos and ashakel v'tariyah. He didn't get into the bait. Well, Adrabe. If he go to the bait, the din is aboli molach ein moidim loy. If you're coming to figure out to ask based on what the status is, what you should do, then we don't tell you. If you get into the bait, then the answer is no. Can't take any action against the Midianite woman. But he avenged the vengeance of Hashem. And gave up his life just to be able to kill Zimri. So he did it in the way of Mesiris Nefesh. Not debates. The festival of redemption of the 12th to 13th of Tammuz, the most year comes out. In the Vok from Parshas Bolok, in the week that we read the portion of Bolok. So, this above subject matter has a connection to the festival of redemption. The conduct of the Rebbe, the master of this redemption and joy of Yudhistamus, is given in an oifim from Bekane Eskinosi. He avenged the vengeance of Hashem. Notwithstanding, he didn't pay attention to the arguments from certain people. As in talking, there's no obligation to to give up your life. I'll call Tzad Vishal, and every step and every movement, you're always Mesiris Nefesh. He said, No. But by the master of the Gula and the Simcha was the Bekanes Kinosi. He avenged the Kinosi. As is the Mevish Nazach, this was something which is Hashem's Kinosi. He continuously gave up his life, the Poyel, in actuality of our Botsis Atoyer of Ayadus, for spreading Torah and Judaism.
the Mesidus Nefesh can Zayn become a fine man. So this self-sacrifice can be in several ways. Some of them is like, Aleph, so in our parsha we had that wasn't through the leader at that time. We're talking about Pilchas was the one that took action. The Nosi Adair is given Moshe. The Nosi Adair was Moshe. Uh, so this didn't take place through Moshe. This is Moshe. In a way of, of, of strength. Was the Fargi Fintan as Pinchas who Elio, that Pinchas who was Elio, had gesagt, with the story of Elio, Kanoi Kinasi, Lashem Lekate Svokas. Unat Nitkifunen as Chusifin. He did not find a, a merit. Bring down from the Zoyer of him. He says, Kanoi Kinasi, Lashem Tzvokis. That's what Elio said. So, number one, when it comes from Naranasi, and it's done with strength, Kanoi Number two, we buy Balagulva Simcha, Bekanoi Kinasi, the Nosi Adoralein. Over there, it was the leader himself, not anybody else but the Nos himself. But in truth, the Rebbe says we can actually say where did he get, who gave him the power, the giving of the strength to be Kanes Kenosi is Gekumen from Moshe, the Nosi Ador, that came from Moshe, the leader of the generation. Durch sein Zogen, because Moshe Rabbeinu told when Pinchas came to Moshe, he says, the one that reads the letter should be the messenger to fulfill what it says in the letter. So that when Moshe tells us to Pinchas to go take action, so he gave Pinchas the power for him to take the vengeance, the vengeance of Hashem. So even according to the first situation that it also had the kind of exception. But in any event, the kina, the, 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 the vengeance that the Balhailullah did wasn't in a way of gvura, wasn't in a way of strength. In Chasodim, that was in a way of kindness and have to come on, not finding us chus and doing that, but in Ayyavukhavi, the Tselcha Filmol, as related many times as the Balagul of Asimchot Gibet Zayfotr. That the Balagul Hasim the Friedrich Rebbe, he asked his father, the Rebbe Nishmo Satan, that his leadership should be with kindness, with compassion. So that was the accomplishment. That even when you have to take the vengeance of Hashem, it is accomplished in an oifum from Toiv Ayin Huyyvoyrich. A good eye, he blesses. With kindness and with mercy. So that means with the Friedrich Rebbe's kindness, Hashem's voice. An ordinary person does it in a way of Kavura. But the Rebbe, when he does Kanakinos, he does it everything. 
And uh, that is because the Tevayin, and the Rebbe, the Tevayin, who you verach, is only blessed. This is Mesichus, you give me the Shabbos, Parshas, Matis, Amasi, Tovshin, Chavtas.